Greetings, and welcome to the Thin Blue Marriage Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping law enforcement officers have better and stronger marriages. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremiah Guile, current law enforcement officer and chaplain. This episode is titled Roll Call and Marital Communications. So as a law enforcement officer, usually when you start your shift, one of the first thing you do is to have some kind of a shift meeting or roll call. This allows for everybody to share important information and to make sure that all of you are on the same page and that you know what's going on, you know about the recent threats, crime trends, and any other administrative information that might be going on in your department. This information is really important because it allows the shift to work together better and increase its effectiveness as well as increasing officer awareness, officer safety, and being able to be a better officer by knowing what's out there and what's going on. Not doing this can greatly hurt your ability to do your job, and it also increases the chances of you getting hurt. Well, the same applies to your marriage. One major problem with a lot of modern marriages is the lack of effective communication. This is especially important for law enforcement couples. Because of the nature of the job, officers are often unable or are unwilling to discuss things that are work-related with their spouses. Now, this is very understandable, that an officer would not want to discuss work stuff with their spouse. We see the worst side of humanity and are often exposed to traumatic events. The last thing you want to do is to hurt your spouse by bringing those things into that world. That world meaning your marriage. In fact, in many cases, this is a good thing. There is a condition called secondary trauma that can come from being exposed to traumatic events even if you are not directly involved. In some cases, this can happen to spouses of law enforcement officers. And it usually happens when the officers start telling too much of what was going on on the job, especially on really traumatic or really serious events. And the spouse, when hearing this, starts being empathetic and can actually take on some of that stress and some of that trauma that happened during that critical incident. With that being said, you have to be somewhat selective on what you discuss with your spouse because saying too much can be harmful to your relationship because it can bring all that pain and trauma onto your spouse. However, in contrast, the lack of communication can also create many different problems. When your spouse is left out of your job and what's going on in your life, it's not uncommon for feelings of rejection and abandonment to slowly evolve within your spouse. Your spouse will see you struggling with job stress and they will want to help. Often by keeping them out, you start reverting to this solo operator mentality instead of the important marital team approach that I discussed in episode one, the proper marriage mindset. So earlier in my own career, I worked in a child predator unit. I was exposed to some very traumatic things while working those child sex crimes, most of which I still to this day cannot discuss with my wife. When I would come home, she could see how the job affected me and she couldn't do anything about it. This began to create a wedge between us. Fortunately, I left the unit before it began to hurt my marriage too much 
And I also started learning how to cope with a lot of the stress and the traumatic things that I was dealing with each day on the job. So how much should you tell your spouse? Well, unfortunately, there's no solid answer to that question. It's kind of a case-by-case situation. Each couple will have its own level of trauma resistance. One way to learn what this limit is, is to slowly introduce the job events each day during your daily discussions or any talks you might have with your spouse. This way, you can kind of feel out how much you can say, kind of learn what those limits are. However, once you think you found what the limit is, pull back some. Limits are good for short term, but you don't want to do that on a regular basis. So it's important to understand that the purpose of discussing things about the job is not to give your spouse the full police experience. It's to keep them included in all parts of your life. It's just to let your spouse know that she or he is being included up to the point that it will create harm. Now, you don't want to create the harm, but you want them to know that you will include them as much as you can without creating the harm. A good example can be found in news media. If you spend too much time watching TV, there's something that you'll often see. It begins with the breaking news story involving something that just happened. The news media doesn't have many details, so they just start speculating. Often these speculations can drift so far in the left field to the point that the stories they're discussing are not even truthful anymore, and they just become flat-out unbelievable. I was once talking to this public information officer, and what she told me was that there's a phrase they use called feeding the beast. It's talking about giving information to the media. You have to give them some kind of information to let them know what's going on, just not enough that it hurts your investigation and enough to keep them from just speculating and running off with some kind of wild, crazy story or thoughts. Now, with that being said, your spouse is not the media and you shouldn't treat your spouse like the media. I guess unless, of course, you're married to someone who actually is in media, but I know that's not real common in law enforcement. With that being said, a similar thing can happen in a marriage. When you come home one day all stressed out or clearly affected by some critical incident you responded to that day, your spouse will typically see it as as a bad day. But if it happens regularly, it's human nature to seek answers. If no information is available, they may start making assumptions about what's going on. Now, because each marriage and spouse is different, so will the direction of this speculation. In some cases, they'll just assume the worst uh, about your current state of wellness. Maybe you're overly stressed, you're depressed, you're burned out, something like that. But in some cases, they may assume the worst about your marriage, especially if it happens on a daily basis. It's common for a spouse to assume that it's because of them or that you're unhappy with your marriage. Again, This is in cases where every single day, or at least almost every day, the officer's coming home, they're disconnected from their spouse, they're not talking about things. Um, That's usually when those assumptions about the marriage come into play. If if it's a once in a while thing, or maybe once or twice a week, 
then they're more likely to just you know, expect it to be part of the job. So with that being said, it's important to reassure your spouse that your stress is not about them or your marriage, but it's about the job. Give a little information about the day's events just so they can understand kind of what you're going through and what's going on. But good communication is more than just talking about job stuff. It includes discussing things from all aspects of life. It means discussing things like what's going on with the family, with friends, hobbies, what's going on in the community, or whatever else you and your spouse like to talk about. It also needs to be from both ways, meaning your spouse listens to you, but you also listen to your spouse. See it as a shift briefing or roll call for your life and for your marriage. Both of you are sharing information, you're letting each other know what's going on, and you're including each other in all parts of your life. So why is this communication stuff so important? Well, it helps build your relationship. In order for your marriage to become stronger, you and your spouse have to act as one, not two individuals under some kind of marriage contract. Communication is a valuable tool to help accomplish that goal. Your spouse should be more than a spouse, should also be your best friend. Also, by talking about things, it'll help you decompress and switch modes when you come home, especially when your conversations involve something other than work, since us cops typically uh, struggle with turning things off when we go home. Let your spouse help you with that by engaging in these conversations that are not work-related. A good practice to get into is making communication with your spouse part of your daily routine. Think about each day when you're on the job. Before work, there are certain things that you do. When you get off from work, there's other things that you do. Somewhere throughout that day, make your routine include spending some time with your spouse, just sitting down, hanging out together, and just talking about whatever. Even if you're not the kind of person that likes to talk, you can just sit there and listen, provide a little bit of feedback, discuss a few things with your spouse, and this will do a lot to help you build that relationship and to help your marriage grow. Think about on your squad. How many times do you meet with your squad mates that you go out to lunch, you pull your cars next to each other or whatever it is, and you just sit there and blab about the job? You know, it could be things that are going on with, you know, the department, things going on in the neighborhood. Maybe you're complaining about your supervisor, you know, or whatever it is you're talking about. But on your squad, that will help you bond and bring your squad closer together. The same happens with your spouse. So if you can do it on the job, why can't you do it at home? Just because it's your spouse and not the people on your shift doesn't mean that you should not be able to, to, to do the same. And in fact, when it comes to your spouse, you should do more. Because your spouse and your marriage needs to be more important than the job. 
Now, just to be clear, when I talk about making it part of your routine and sitting down with your spouse, it needs to be very casual. It needs to be comfortable. It needs to be about bonding. Don't turn it into some kind of formal briefing where you're pulling out a PowerPoint or taking notes or something like that. It needs to be about bonding. It's not as much about what you're talking about. It's about that you're communicating, you're expressing your thoughts, your feelings to each other, and you're spending time together. Just open up. I know for a lot of guys, especially, that's something that you don't want to hear, that you don't want to do, and you can hesitate if you want. You can put up that wall, but you're only hurting yourself in your marriage when you do that. So keep that in mind whenever you're spending time with your spouse and you think, oh, I'm too manly to, to open up my feelings to my wife. Well, okay, fine, be that way. But you're just hurting yourself in the process. You're not doing anything for your marriage. But another thing about this communication is not just about sharing ideas, but it can also help reduce conflict in the future. Since a lot of conflict is a result of misunderstandings, confusion about something, or misinterpretations, uh, by having these discussions, you can work all that stuff out in advance and, as a result, reduce future conflicts. One of the best parts, or should I say one of the most beneficial parts of having good communication, other than the fact that it helps you come together and help you bond, but there's another valuable part of that, which is by making it part of your daily routine... It helps defend against something that often happens in law enforcement, which is where officers inadvertently sideline their spouses from their life to focus on the job. It starts becoming uh, a routine to just go to work and not deal with your spouse and your family. By making it part of regular routine, you're helping prevent that because now your family is part of your routine. Because when you start excluding your spouse and your family, it's going to be destructive to your marriage. You might be able to do it for a few days or maybe a week or so, but anything past that, it's going to start harming things. So that's something that you don't want to get in that cycle of destruction. So by having regular meetings, again, it helps prevent that. So as we come towards the end of this podcast, I just want to summarize the different things that we discussed that are just really important to help you with your marriage. One, make time in your day each day to spend time with your spouse just talking about things that are going on. You can talk some about the job, but don't make it just about the job. Talk about other things that are going on in your life. This will not only help you vent just a little bit, it will also help you decompress and disconnect from the job by getting you into that routine of disconnection. It'll also help you build that relationship with your spouse through that regular communication, which can also lead to reduced conflict down the road. Make it casual. It doesn't need to be formal. It's not a business meeting. It's not an actual roll call or shift briefing. 
It's about spending time with your spouse. Because remember, your marriage is your most important relationship. Treat it as such. Thank you and have a great day.